Thank you for listening to the Ebenezer Speaks podcast of the historic Ebenezer AME Church in Detroit, Michigan, where the Reverend Dr. McCarl D. Thomas Sr. is the senior pastor. Located in the heart of the Motor City, we are a family where love makes the difference in our worship, in our community, and hopefully within you. More information on our programs and services found on our website at www.historicebenezerameDetroit.org. Thank you for joining our podcast. Almighty and everlasting Father, pray now that you let the words of my mouth, the meditations of my heart, be acceptable in thy sight. Truly, God, my strength and my redeemer. In Master's name I pray, amen. Beloved, there are two books in the Bible named for a woman. It's the book of Deborah and the book of Esther. And since in parliamentary procedure we say the first shall be last, and the last shall be first. I want to take my text from the book of Esther, the fourth chapter. We're going to be listening to the 13th and the 14th verse. I will read it to you now, but you will have to be patient and a little attentive this morning because I have to give you the background information they led up to these words in our text. But Esther, fourth chapter, 13th and 14th verse. And Mordecai told them to answer Esther, do not think in your heart that you will escape in the king's palace any more than all the other Jews. For if you remain completely silent at this time, relief and deliverance will arise for the Jews from another place. But you and your father's house will perish. Yet who knows whether you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this want to preach this morning, this first Sunday in Black History Month, don't forget your roots. Don't forget your roots. Uh, there was a king by the name of Ahasuerus, who's also known as King Xerxes. He was the king of Persia and the Medes. His father was Darius the Great. His mother was Atosa, one of the daughters of Cyrus the Great. He became king at around the age of 35 years old. He reigned over 127 provinces going from India to Ethiopia. Now we must understand that the Jewish people went into exile in Persia 
about the same time that Cyrus added Medes to the Persian Empire. Uh, this king, by the name of Ahasuerus, had a wife by the name of Vashti. King Ahasuerus had a major celebration, and he sent for his wife, Queen Vashti, to come. And she refused. The king was irate because she refused, and he felt he would lose credibility in his kingdom. And other wives would believe they had the right to not be loyal and obedient to their husbands. Now let me pause here. You must understand the time in which this was written. This was a patriarchal society where women didn't have rights like they have today. And I know some of you sisters today would say to your husband, I don't want to come, don't owe you an explanation, and leave me alone. But these were different times, all right? So just walk with me for a little while. King Ahasuerus deposed Vashti, and she was no longer the queen. So he decided that he needed to seek a new wife to be the queen. A decree went out to have young women brought to the court of the temple so the king might select a new wife. So it was. When the king's command and decree were heard, and when many young women were gathered at Shushan, the citadel, under the custody of Haggai, that Esther also was taken to the king's palace into the care of Haggai, the custodian of the women. Now Esther was a beautiful young woman. Esther, whose father had been Abihel, and Abihel died while Esther was still in her mother's womb. And Esther's mother died during childbirth. Are you with me so far? The only family that Esther had was Mordecai, who was the nephew of her father and her first cousin. So it was Mordecai and his wife who took Esther as a little baby and raised her. Now, it was Esther who caught the eye of the king, and she becomes the queen. Mordecai, every day, positioned himself by the gate of the king's palace to inquire about the well-being of Esther. One day, Mordecai overheard two eunuchs plotting to get rid of the king. Mordecai was able to get word to Esther, and Esther was able to warn King Xerxes, and those two eunuchs were killed. Well now, in King Xerxes' kingdom was a high-ranking official by the name of Haman, and he wanted all the Jews and everybody to bow down to him because of his position. But Mordecai, being a devout Jew, refused to bow down to Haman. Now you must understand that it was the king 
Ahasuerus, who did not know at this time that Esther herself was a Jew. And so after this, we find that Haman became so upset because Mordecai, and he knew he was a Jew, refused to bow down to him. And so Haman, this high official in the palace, was able to get the king to issue a decree that all the Jews should be bound up and all of them should be killed because they would not pay homage to Haman. And so we find now that when Mordecai heard that all the Jews were going to be killed, the Bible says that he just ripped his clothes off, wrapped himself in sackcloth, and began to moan. When Esther heard about this, she sent some clothes to her uncle Mordecai. He refused to wear the clothes. And then it was Mordecai who got word to Esther that she had to somehow go before the king and get the king to spare the lives of the Jews. And we find that when Esther heard these words, she sent word back and said, you know, I can't go into the king's court unless I am invited. For the law says if anybody does that, that person will be killed. Then it was Mordecai. Mordecai sent these words back. Do not think in your heart that you will escape the king's palace any more than all the other Jews. For if you remain completely silent at this time, Relief and deliverance will arise for the Jews from another place, but you and your father's house will perish. Yet who knows whether you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this. What Mordecai is saying to Esther, don't forget your roots. I'm saying today on this first Sunday in Black History Month, African Americans throughout the United States and all over this world, don't you forget your roots. Too many of us are too quick to forget from whence we have come and how we have gotten to where we are. First of all, don't forget your cultural roots. Esther, you could have been an eternal orphan, but Mordecai raised you as his own. Don't you forget, Esther, from whence you have come. Well, not long ago, five police officers in Memphis, Tennessee, they forgot their roots when they stopped a black man and it was not justified. And when they had the audacity to beat that young black man and he died three days later, they had forgotten that almost 55 years ago in that same city, it was Martin Luther King Jr. who had gone out on the balcony of the Lorraine Motel and he was killed by an assassin bullet. Let me tell you, my dear friend, Ralph David Abernathy, told me that he had gone out on the balcony with Martin, but he had forgotten his cologne. He went back in, opened up his suitcase to get his Aramis cologne. And as he was putting it on, that's when he heard the sniper's bullet. When he ran out there, Martin was shot and Martin was dead. 
And that's the reason that I wear Air Miss Cologne right now, because Ralph was my friend and I preached one of his eulogies. But these black police officers didn't realize that almost 55 years ago, you hardly had any black police officers, let alone a black chief, let alone a black female chief. They had forgotten their roots. And because they had forgotten their roots, they could look at that black man the same way that white officers look at black folks, did not recognize him as a human being, and could beat him as if he were a junkyard dog. Don't you forget your roots. We are all God's children. We must understand that we must not become so eager to assimilate into the culture of the dominant race that we forget our own roots. We must not be so eager to sit next to whites on the job or live next to them in our communities that we forget that we are unique people ourselves. I have told many of my friends who happen to be of another race, I like fellowshipping with you and working with you, but I want you to clearly understand that I'm a proud black man and I'm not ashamed to be an African-American. I like the food we eat. I like the way we dress. I like the way we fellowship. I like the way we greet one another. I can deal with you at the business table, but I won't forget my brothers and sisters at the fellowship table. Don't forget your roots. You must not forget your family roots. Don't ever think that you are too good and better than other members in your family. It took a female egg and a male sperm to cause you to be here. You must remember that even though mom and daddy might not have been what you wanted them to be, they're still mama and they're still daddy. Don't think that because you might have a little bit more education than some of your cousins and other relative members that you must look down upon them, they're still a part of your family. You must remember that Jesus Christ himself remembered his roots, did he not? Did Jesus not say that I have come to save the lost sheep of Israel? That means that before he commissioned the apostles to go thee, therefore into all the world, he wanted to make sure that those in his own house had gotten their lives together and understood the power of God in the land of the living. We must understand, my brothers and sisters, that your family roots are significant. But oh, hold on. You can have, yes, you can have your cultural roots. You can remember your spiritual roots, or you can remember your family roots, but you better also remember your spiritual roots. Zechariah 4 and 6 says, so he answered and said to me, this is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel, not by might nor by power, but by the Spirit, says the Lord of hosts. In Ezekiel, the 36th chapter, the 26th and the 27th verse, we read the words that I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. I will take the heart of stone out of your flesh 
and give you a heart of flesh. I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and you will keep my judgments and do them. Matthew 6 and 33 tells us, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things will be added unto you. Some of you might say the words of that song, my soul looks back and wonder how I got over. Well, if you don't forget your spiritual roots, I tell you how you got over. We have gotten over because of the power of God and because of his grace and his mercy. Philippians 4 and 13 tells us that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. In Deuteronomy 43rd chapter in the 19th verse, he says, behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Great God from Zion. And then in the Gospel of Luke, that third chapter and the fourth verse, quoting from the 45th chapter of Isaiah, the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Every valley shall be filled and every mountain and hill brought low. The crooked places shall be made straight and the rough places shall be made smooth. On this first Sunday in Black History Month, please don't forget your roots. We as black folks, we as African-American people, we have endured and we have encountered some situations that other groups have not encountered. But by the grace of God, we have made it. So when you get depressed, when you feel tired, when you feel worn out, when you get the blues, don't forget your roots. Don't forget the Lord who has brought you this far. And the Lord has not brought us this far to leave us. There is no situation in our lives that we cannot master. Just remember your roots. Remember from whence you have come. Remember how far the Lord has brought you. And just as Mordecai sent word to Esther, God has placed you in the king's palace for such a time as this. Don't think that you are a philosophical coincidence or a theological accident. God has placed you where you are right now for such a time as this. You aren't gonna go crazy as to what man or woman will run for president because you know a God who has all the power. You're not gonna go crazy because of what's happening in the state of Michigan and because there's one party fighting against another party, because you know about the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. You're not going to go crazy when there are challenges in your own family 
because you're going to remember your roots. And the same God who has been with us this far, he will continue to be with us. But too many of us, we suffer from a chronic case of amnesia. And we want to forget how the Lord has moved and worked in our lives. God is still God. He is still on his throne. God still declares unto us that he is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. And so, when days get rough, I think about my mom and daddy would tell me how they worked for 50 cents a day in those fields of Alabama. But look how far the Lord brought them. I can remember my relatives who had not ever been in a hospital or gone to a doctor. But they could get herbs and make special kinds of soups and special kinds of ointments that they could put on sick bodies. And even though there was not a medical doctor, they lived anyhow. Don't you forget your roots. I want you, yes, to go to all of the doctors of today and listen to your doctor. But after you have been to the cardiologist, after you've been to the rheumatologist, after you've been to the orthopedic surgeon, don't forget that before all of them existed, there was a God who sits high and looks low. Don't forget your roots. And when we can remember how God has worked and moved in our lives, it will make a difference. Stand to your feet. Thank you for listening to the Ebenezer Speaks podcast of the historic Ebenezer African Methodist Episcopal Church in Detroit, where the Reverend Dr. McCarl D. Thomas Sr. is the senior pastor. Join us for our live stream worship services. You can access the live stream and also follow us on our social media. Information on our programs and services, go to our website at www.historicebenezerameDetroit.org. Love makes the difference.